Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is so gone There's still experience crying with Kyle and Sean here, like, Hey guys But like even worse Like, like I, if I was a youth of today I would call it mad sad Like get mad sad dog no, it, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're you're talking like the youth of like six years ago. I think it's now big sad. Is it big sad? Yeah, but I feel like even bigs out of uh, it's running out of rotation. Just like uh, go off king, go off queen. That's already stale. Mm. Man, okay. So you say this, and as I'm listening and I'm cringing at all of these really dumb phrases. I saw somebody post um, post something from Encino Man like a couple of days ago, and yeah. uh, I read it, and it was like one of those, if you understand what's being said here, you are this old. And I read that, and I just thought to myself, man, I need to go to work right now and apologize. To all the to, kids? To all the kids Here's at work. I don't think I've ever unironically said the phrase wheezing the juice, though. Yeah, but it's not even just that. It's like, that's like smack dab in the middle of three sentences that make no sense. Crunching on your fillage? Something. I think. Yeah, okay, so we never once said that, but we had a lot of really dumb slang, I guess, that... Like, I, I don't know. I will still to think. say, I think that Finna is just someone yeah. went to type in Gunna and accidentally, like, autocorrected them. So, like, the G's next to the F and the U's next to the I. They sent Finna think, instead of Gunna and someone's like, oh, that's tight. Let's make that a thing. I think it's, I think they were, I don't know. I've always, Finna stands for fitting too, right? I, I I don't think I so. think that's what that's what the fill in for you're, you're fitting to. So I think that's it. Be It was more of a southern AAV thing. That like most of no. those, no, nope. most of those phrases got adopted by nope. lame old white culture people like us. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, it's not. Look at your keyboard, buddy. Stop looking. At oh, it see, look, I know. Look yeah. at your keyboard. I, FG. I, I, I don't mean, care what anybody on the internet says. Somebody spelt something wrong, and someone was like, "We're gonna run with that." Mm-mm. Yeah, nobody can tell me anything different because that's a dumb phrase. And we have actually had this conversation, I think, three times on the show before. Probably. And, <laughs> and I think one of those times I went along with the fit into or whatever. No, nope. I'm telling I'm, you, it is I'm though. I'm finna. I'm I'm finna school you on it, Sean. I'm finna school you. Dude, I'm finna stick this boot up your ass. Were you uh were you one of the people that also hated Hella? Oh, hell no. I've always been a big fan of Hella. That was super uh like West Coast. That was big West Coast that well, it started there like, dude, I would say mid 2000s, early 2000s and then just kind of spread everywhere and I, I- appreciate it. I really only learned it from South Park when Cartman says it because Kyle hates it. <laughs> and uh, just in my uh, earlier, because I thought Cartman was funny and I did think that phrase was awesome. I would say hella. Mm-hmm. But I was doing, it was one of those things like so many other things that I do start ironically. And then I just, it becomes adopted into my normal vocabulary unironically. So mm. Now I say sound like I always have said hella because I'm always like, oh, man, that's hella cool. <laughs> it's and dude, I think it's one of the best ones. I think more it works really still well. Say it. We've also I know we've had this conversation because then I also always state that uh, the one word that never changes or goes away is the word cool. Cool has always been cool since like the 50s. Yeah, it really has. You know? it, it has it never it gone away. It doesn't even have like a hidden meaning. Like, all yeah. of these words have a hidden double meeting. Yeah. I like how I say hidden as if people don't own know It's this, like the but, Starbucks hidden menu. It's like hidden with a wink. Yeah. Everybody knows it's there. Everybody exactly. says it, you know. Like, that's sick. 
or that's sick. You know, but yeah, like back in the day, people would say that's boss or that's cool. But we only still say one of those. <laughs> I still say that's boss. I, I almost, do, too. I really like boss. But again, it's one of those that like I say ironically because it's like, yo, people don't say <laughs> things are boss anymore. But I do because I'm quirky and unique like Zoe de Chanel in 500 Days of Summer. That's Man. boss. I appreciate I also, saying it because nobody else does, and it's just it just flows out of my mouth now. <laughs> I like bruv. I use okay. that one a lot. I type that a lot in like group chats at work to like professional setting people, and half the time they'll respond, "All right, and governor," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, you're a cool one." Yeah. Did you pick that up? Did you pick that up because of Taskmaster or just watching other? No, stuff? No, I've or said because... bruv forever because I've all, I like all variations of bro. I also like bruh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But bruv is you just hit like, me with that sometimes, was... and I and I hear you saying it. While what bruv? Yeah. No bruh. Yeah. B -R oh bruh. Yeah. B -R -U -H. I dropped the bruh. Yeah. B r u h. It's bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Look at that's. Uh, it's usually okay, bruh. Bruh is for like an exasperated. Like I can't believe this. Look at this shit. Bruh. Bruh. Look at this. Bruh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> bro, you gotta look at it. It's like it's what bro turned into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is <laughs> I don't know how we got on this. But okay, I, like I love this. I love language talk <laughs> with experience grind. Bruv though, bruv is when I'm feeling a bit cheeky. I like bruv too, but I I can't pull it off. I know I can't pull it off. It's like, I think I'm at the age now, if I start doing it now, it just looks like I'm trying too hard to say yeah. it. But I guess that's how you get anything over, mm -hmm. right? It's like hmm. with anything, like even fashion, man. So much of fashion is ju you just saying, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Say what you want. Although, uh, don't say the N-word or the hard R. <laughs> yeah. But everything. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everything outside of that that we have. Go ahead, just you know, bruv yeah. it up. Yeah, Don't go bruv yourselves, listeners. Go bruv. <laughs> oh but yeah, man. buddy boy. How's uh? What is this week three or four in the new office space? This is the third week. I feel third like week. last week sounded much better than the week prior. And I think mm -hmm. this week is gonna sound just as good. I'm very excited. That first week. It wasn't super thrilled about my audio, but I think I'm gonna. I, I'm I'm honing Excuse it in. Me. I think I'm gonna get a couple of a uh, couple of soundproofing tiles just to kind of put back here, so there's no bounceage. Yeah. You know, I um, keep telling myself I'm gonna do that, and I have just never ever done it. Hey, your audio sounds clean. Like all I have to do is eliminate your AC most of the time. I think so much of it too is this has like a natural filter for low value stuff so it just doesn't even kick that shit on yeah well i appreciate it uh so yeah this is the new week three look at this uh so sarah's office is usually in like um it's like an addition on the house which is basically a sunroom <clears throat> this big sunroom it's like her sun office or whatever so today and it's fucking brick in there so today i don't know where i'm showing um yeah so her two computers over here, she's oh. like all set in. She's moved into this is now the office s study kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But she's got she's got Final Girl set up in here too, like underneath her keyboard, so she can just like move her keyboard and tabletop game. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Pretty sick. Okay, I, w I was unaware of what that was. I was about to ask the follow up. Yeah, it's a solo. Uh, it's like one of the best one-player tabletop games you can play, where it's basically you're you're the final girl in a situation. There's like all oh, sorts of now packs I got it. Kind of sure. themed around horror movie people, Instantly like Jason clicked. and Night, um, Freddy Krueger esque characters. And so your goal is to beat the baddie or escape. It's pretty sick. I'm always I'm always down to beat a baddie. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Is that what you call your uh, your Dongski? One of the many horrible yeah. things I utter to him. <laughs> Yo, you go to go to the bathroom, you're like, what's up, baddie? Let's get this done. Hey, baddie, you don't like this any more than I do. Look at look at Mandy. Hey, listen, I'm going to go choke out the baddie. 
Call me a hero, Bader. Uh, you you need a poster of the movie Office Space to put on that door. No. So that when you walk in, everybody knows, oh, this is the office space. No. Yeah, I think it's fairly obvious when you walk in this door over here and there's just four monitors lined up in a row. You guys are just like, you should just shoot, shoot like a quick segment of you guys pretending to hack together with like all four monitors running Matrix code. That could be sick. That, that oh, could be dope. Be, uh, that would be that would be really boss, bruv. That would be pretty boss. Um, yeah, we're we're coming up. We're thinking of pretty dope streaming ideas. So we will keep you updated, listeners. Keep them updated. Got to keep them separated, dog. I keep thinking about it too, man. I was I've been watching more. Like I always feel that way around AGDQ, and then like. I don't know why, but I've had TRL on my mind again a lot lately. Hell yeah, dude. I I, I flirt with it a lot, a but it, it might be, I might try to do something again. Hell yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to put anything in stone yet, but I have been feeling the itch. Hey, so we'll see what comes up. If you don't put anything it. in stone, you already know what's going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Now I'm scared. I'm not going to do anything. I'm running away. <laughs> This is exactly how it works out. Oh, man. I ran back. That was good uh, Foley sound effects, everybody. That was... Did that with my mouth. You wouldn't believe it. That was my All mouth. Right. 11 minutes and 15 seconds. I will listen later. Yeah, I'll let okay. you know. See, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, but... Uh, your support Christ. is one of my all-time favorite things about you, Shawnee boy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Also like that hair. You should really get into like uh, pro wrestling with that hair now. D- okay, dude. I was okay. No joke. I went to the bank earlier, right? And I walk in, and uh, like everybody was just sitting, sitting around with their thumb up their ass. They were doing like nothing. There was like five of them sitting there, and every single one of them had something to say about my hair. Like yeah, something in Italian. I think said beautiful. And then someone said I look like a supermodel. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is going to get me through the day. Then at work today, somebody goes, you know what you, uh, you're, you know what you make me think when you have your hair down? And I go, what? And they go, that you belong in like a perfume commercial. <laughs> <laughs> a perfume commercial. With like the ocean air blowing your hair back. And you know yeah. what? I will take that. I don't know what, like. I just, I feel like I want to call your area's Hugo, the health inspector from Bob's Burgers, and make him go make you wear a hairnet. (laughs) Uh, Well, my hair is always up or covered in a hat, so that's not I was going to say, do you you guys have like the branded hats? Is that what most people wear? No, we don't have to wear hats. You don't have to? Nope. Oh. Nope. Our health department's pretty dope. I mean, they, they either eat at our place like every single day our hair is kept up there was an issue like so it doesn't matter say i I, most places i I mean i don't think you do have to wear hair nets in most food service places or even the hats yeah there is one of our places down in um (laughs) i like how i'm about to say south county as if anybody knows what that means but one of our places in a different town uh their health department's pretty hard ass and they all have to wear hats, but I would ain't my absolutely. problem. Like if I had to wear a hat at a restaurant, I would absolutely wear the fucking chef's hat all the time. All the time. Like all the time. The, the ruffled one? Yeah, dude, I have how one. many egg styles you can make. What it like I only know like the two. You could do that one. Yeah, but the ruffles in a chef hat indicates how many different styles of eggs you can cook. Is that what that means? I've never yeah. known that. I don't know. I can that's cook what, a lot of styles of eggs, That's what I read on the internet though. once, so it's got to be true. I can poach eggs. Sick. Sick. I hope a lot of people can poach eggs. I think I, everybody can poach eggs. I just don't think people know what the fuck poach, a poached egg is, yeah. so they don't, don't know, know that they can make it. I think most people do poached eggs with too much of a boil, and that breaks your egg up. Yeah. 
don't know, people get too soft, crazy. Have a soft boil, toss it in there. Man, I am a connoisseur of some eggs, Bennies. So if I couldn't make a poached egg, I quit. I do Life. enjoy eggs Benedict, but I generally only eat them if I don't have to go through the hassle of making them myself. Yeah, that's fair. So I restaurant them. At home, man, I'll either do just sunny side up or scrambled because that's what Mandy likes and scrambles so easy. Here, what do you, What's your scramble recipe? What do you mean? What's my scramble? My scrambled eggs are fucking fantastic. And See, I think that's, here's the thing. Everybody thinks they have the perfect scrambled eggs, but I've noticed... Everybody does scrambled eggs differently. I mean, so what's your I, method? I mean, I made scrambled eggs for a restaurant. I know. Are and you a cream or a water? Neither. I don't know why anybody uses either. Yeah. You, you don't just, have to you, use it. I agree with you. Yeah. I like a little water because I hard. like it to steam off. Yeah, I, I whisk it hard whisk mm-hmm. it <laughs> until it's like gained a little bit in foam it, like it gets really foamy put it in yep. and it's constant motion constant motion with the spatula and you'll sit there for like a good seven eight minutes and just keep going keep going keep peeling keep peeling fold 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 the best idea if somebody wants an idea of how to make a good scrambled egg is watch like those people make the frozen ice cream mm, yup yup that's exactly how yes, you do a dude. fucking good that's scrambled what egg, i do uh-huh that's Hell it exactly. Yeah. Spoiler alert for everybody out there. But yeah, uh, most people try to do the cream thing. Cream. If you're doing cream and scrambled eggs, you're wasting time. Cut it out. Yep. Stop now. Stop Sa- right same now. Same with butter. Oh yeah. Uh, there's I guess no butter need to be is one. That. It's not one that I'm as familiar with. But same. If you do anything, do a little water. It adds nothing. It cooks off, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you don't you don't need anything. What to, to fluff it up a little bit more? Is that what? Yeah, you if you get the water, will give you the actual the fluffier eggs because of mm-hmm. the steam coming in yeah. with it. Uh, but that would be like yeah. If, generally, the scrambled eggs you're describing they're they're denser, which is great yep. for a lot of what what you want. Yep. Um, I was just about to yeah. say. I think a lot of it really comes down to what you're looking for in a scrambled egg. Like I know a lot of people that uh, that like wet scrambled eggs and honestly that makes me want to throw up in my mouth it's really gross um and to me i know that's not really gross to everybody but yeah it comes down to what you like like i do like a nice fluffy scrambled egg but i would much rather just have a really flavorful you know salt pepper about i don't Mm. even do it halfway through Mm. right before the whisk right into the whisk Oh, yeah. That's so really then I'll you just have it speckled way. through. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What is your you preferred cooking. cook of egg, though? Like, you're going to a breakfast restaurant, a Denny's type. You don't care. What is your go-to egg style for, like, your fave? Um, If I, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm going to try, I'm going to be trying their eggs, Benny. So okay. poached. Uh, but if I was to get something that was like a meat, egg and bread, yeah, bacon, eggs, thing, toast, um, I'm probably going to do over easy, over okay. easy or poached. Yeah. Nine times out of 10 in that situation over easy. I am like 80% sunny side up the other 20% over easy. Mm hmm. But I generally like it sunny side up with the runniness. Give oh, me that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I like over easy, weird. you're getting the runniness too, but like not yeah, the... Exa- it, like I, I like it a little bit more sealed. You know? I'm weird. I Yeah, I like the cartoonish look that it looks like what you would draw if you were drawing eggs on a plate. <laughs> That's fair. In the I, same way with like my hot dog. Just in here. <laughs> Yeah, I saw him behind you, but he, oh, he came you? in and dipped right back out. Yeah. Oh, he left? Okay. Yeah. Because he was right, like, rubbing up against my leg. I'm like, where the fuck did he just go? Yeah, he he dipped in. I saw him in the back through the chair, and then he was out, and he was like, peace. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's but, probably uh, like, Dad, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> You're insane, man. <laughs> uh, I do the same with hot dogs, though. Like, when I do the mustard, I do, like, the cartoon zigzag in, like, one straight line. Which is funny, because... It doesn't, all you're doing is doubling the amount of mustard. So, it, like, it doesn't do anything but double the amount you have on there. 
Yeah, but I don't put any other condiment anyways, and I, I like mustard, so I don't care. Yeah. But I just like the way that it looks. I'm like, hey, that's like out of a cartoon. Oh. Oh, I'm cultural. Oh. I painted one once. Look at you, Picasso. Hey, it's Picasso over here. He's really boss, hey. <laughs> Picasso oh, was like alive until, you know, not that long ago. That dude when was When did nuts. he die? I mean, I think in I'm like look it the up. 80s. The 80s really? and the 90s. Yeah. You say he was alive until not that long ago when like the 80s were anywhere from 40 to... <laughs> I mean, still, that, for, like, an artist that, like, you hear about, you expect him to all be France in, like, the 1800s, you know? Yeah. He died in 1973. Okay, yeah, 73. And then when did, uh, just look this other one up. When did Salvador Dali die? Salvador Dali died in 89. Okay, so Dali okay, lived so longer, so that actually. one, I'm surprised. Yeah, Dali did live longer. Hmm. So... Again, two of the wildest artists were in that time. No, Picasso was crazy, man. He would carry around a revolver that he loaded with blanks, and when people would ask him for his autograph, he'd pull out the gun and shoot it at him. <laughs> and that That's insane, amazing. dude. That's incredible. That's so wild. I'm just going to start doing that. Or not. Yo, this is the last episode of Experience Grind because Sean got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly would actually do a similar thing. Like when he owed people money, when he would write the check out, he would like draw on the check. So therefore that made it a piece of art. And then therefore the person wouldn't cash that check because they had an original Dolly artwork. So oh, Dolly wow. would like, he kind of screwed a lot of people over, but they thought he was doing them like, a cool thing, or they thought they were getting one over on Dolly when really yeah. he just didn't want to pay people. So he would doodle on a check and they would keep it and not cash it. Yeah. Smart. Wow, that's dude. awesome. That That is really smart. Uh, Artists see, are just I can't sly do dogs. that. You know, I could do that, but uh, they'd still be like, Where's my money? Like Where's that, my money, bitch? It's like that episode of Family Guy when uh, Stewie was on steroids. <laughs> he beats up Brian. Yeah, where's my money, where he man? Stops him at the stair. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Yep. Where are you going? <laughs> where's my money, man? Where's my money? Oh, there you are. Hey, buddy. Rupert oh, came you back. Want a, you want a doggy cameo? Rupert this, came back. Yeah, th- the very this is, next uh, day. This is great audio for for listeners. But you ready? Come here, buddy. Just pick up a dog. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> he looks very confuzzled. Oh. Who's a good boy? <laughs> Jiggle his collar so people hear it. No, oh, I I can, but it, it he'll oh he's sniffing. He's too furry. Ooh. I think he just sniffed the mic. Everybody heard the sniff. It might get picked up. He's a very quiet dog. Good boy. He is a very quiet dog. My dogs are dog. loud as shit. So I almost had to go back to work today. Um, oh yeah, like tell me about that. Out. Well, I had to close today just because I had a couple of people that had to do stuff. I have like somebody who had a like a a rap gig which is really cool and uh, whatever. So I had the deposit. This, ugh, fuck it, I can do what I want. You know, I'm not doing deposit tonight. I had to come record. And so I got here and I couldn't find the deposit. I'm like, I know I brought it with me. I'm going to lose my shit. You ever have oh, it shit. where you, you, you know for a fact that you did something, but you feel like you're going crazy because, well, for all intents and purposes – Everything is telling you that you didn't do that. Well, that happens tonight where I couldn't find it. And I'm like, well, fuck, I need to go back to work and actually see. I set the keys right here. Yeah. I have to see what the deal is. I knew I had the deposit in my car and yet it's not there. And so I got, went to get into my car to go back to work. And uh, sure enough, it was like, I put it behind the passenger seat. So if I parked, nobody would be able to see it. There you know, you use my fucking brain ski. Uh-huh. And so Sarah You hit it got, so well, you forgot where you put it. Exactly, exactly. And so Sarah got back from yoga, like, literally a minute and a half after I pulled into the driveway. And so I'm sitting there. I'm looking in the car. Sarah goes inside. Rupert was in her sunroom. And so he was super excited. And I came in, like, 45 seconds later. And he was not expecting me to be there. Because he watched oh. Sarah pull in. And I had already been there, so he's like, oh, one car, human. Oh, yay. 
And I came in and he was like going ballistic in a way that I've never heard. Yeah. Because he doesn't make any noise. I love those sounds, though. Yeah. Penny man. Anyways. He makes when he sees Mandy more than he sees me, but. Mm. What are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? do? All right. Dude, I, I can't believe we've just been going for 25 minutes talking about. I can't. A whole lot of nothing. Hey, listeners, you learned about artists. Uh-huh. You learned how to make scrambies. Um, yep. I, I also have like the perfect hard-boiled egg recipe if anybody ever needs to know that. Actually, I'm going to tell you all right now. Okay. okay. Everybody tells you to put eggs into a pot of water and bring it to a boil. Don't do that. This mm-hmm. method I'm about to tell you is going to make it perfect peel hard-boiled eggs every time. Get a pot to a boil. Do not have eggs in there. Get it to a boil. Pour in uh, some, you want some white vinegar in there? Get some white vinegar in there. Bring it to a boil and then lower eggs into it. Yes, some might crack going in, but that's fine. The egg's still going to be fine. They just burst out the seams. It's still going to boil. Only like one out of 12 that happens to. Let it sit there for 14 minutes. Immediately pour the water out. Uh, pour cold water into it, get some ice in there, and just let it cool. Boom. You have That's perfect peel, hard-boiled eggs every time. The big secret is the ice. Yep. Because it, it makes them shrink up like, you know, your testicles in cold water, and they pull away from the shell of the egg. Yep. I hate it when you're sitting there and, like, I hate it when you go to somebody's house and they're like, hey, you want a hard-boiled egg? Like every time you go to somebody's house, right? <laughs> yeah, you look on your I have, face right I have now. serious the rock eyebrow raised, like. <laughs> and then you're sitting there over there, over there, like uh, their garbage pail for the next 17 minutes, just pulling off piece after piece after piece. And you're like, oh, yeah, this looks like a great egg. Next thing you know, you only have like one eighth of the egg that you started with. We did a, a lot of testing because Mandy and I always make deviled eggs for whatever holiday get-together we're going to, whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, or both, and uh, spent a lot of time, and we found almost an identical method. We get the water to a rolling boil, add the eggs, do a strict mm-hmm. 10 minutes, and then immediately pull them all out and put them in a bucket of ice water and swirl okay. them around and let them cool for another 10 minutes or until you're ready to peel them yeah so you have a nice you have a softer boil you have a softer egg yeah because again we are almost always using them for uh deviled deviled eggs so we want to keep the the yellow yeah center as yellow as possible if you do it too Mm -hmm. much they will go over gray as you know and they get a little Mm -hmm. overdone you don't want that because that's a that's very sour uh deviled egg so tens the but for a straight boil yeah a hundred percent Absolutely. I'm talking about what like the snacking ones in the fridge. Yeah, dog. A yeah. pocket egg? Oh, to do the pocket egg. I know exactly. Yes. Head out it's to work, time. toss two of those in your pocket. Exactly, dog. Fuck yeah, You're dude. good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. I've had a, many a pocket egg. I'm not a stranger to it. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, I, f- I feel like 28 minutes in is a good time to jump into the movie that we picked for this week. Following the mixed bag of trash that was Meg to the Trench last Uh week. Yeah. That finally turned you around to Jason Statham. Yeah. Kyle, I gotta ask. What did you think of Statham in this movie? (sighs) Okay. We're talking about the transporters, folks. Yeah. Statham's easily the best part of this movie. All cats out of the bag. Uh, this was like his first like shot as a big leading man and kudos to him. He did what he could with it. It's obviously it's early two thousands to its core. 2002. Yeah. It's, it was 2002. I remember mm-hmm. the marketing for this movie. Um, he's a baby in this movie, man. He is a baby. I texted I, you, that to you. Yeah. I t- he has hair. It's like before he just started shaving. It was very I'm- thin buzz cut. I'm glad he started shaving. Yeah, it's one of the... You just got to shave, bro. This is a a decently rated movie on IMDb, which I think is pretty notoriously hard 
on movie. I don't think it's notoriously hard, but I I am DB. If I see something that's like a 4.5 or a 7.5, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch that movie. That sounds great. High sixes, I feel really optimistic about them. This is a 6.8. A 6.8? Yeah. On IMDb, that's a pretty good score with 318,000. Rotten Tomatoes? 318 on IMDb? 318,000? Yeah, 318,000 ratings. Damn. For holding the 6.8, not bad. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes Transporter. Uh, 54%. Still not terrible. Okay. Still not terrible. It's higher not than hard. I would have expected. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think either of us were super into this movie. <laughs> um, I'll say I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I had fun with it. But overall, like, as an action movie, it's not fantastic. It's part of it. It suffers from that early 2000s through even now the 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 cheat it with the shaky cam fight scene <sighs> you know a lot of yes it suffers with that uh i'll tell you what it really suffers with is the soundtrack of this movie <laughs> you is, hated the soundtrack is the worst soundtrack and i am not even being facetious it is yeah. the worst soundtrack I have ever heard in an ent- in a movie in my entire life. The this whole soundtrack was awful. It sounds like, to me like a, a shitty club in a shitty European country in like 2001. It it's, wishes. It, but that's, yeah, that is being great. It's so forgettable, so techno, so it, garbo. It sounds like a shitty nightclub in 2001. If you have an apartment two stories above it and you're listening yeah. to it. Yeah. Like that is the sound. And and it's like it had a lot of really fun action fight scenes that were completely hampered by the shittiest like techno <laughs> low energy techno like bop. I texted you. This is as if the directors of this movie watched Gone in 60 Seconds and said, yeah, yeah. I want that soundtrack, but realized they had $3 left. <laughs> it's the Gone in 60 Seconds soundtrack made in GarageBand. It's, it's, or like you made it, it sounds like it was made on MTV's Music Generator, that PS1 game. I, I still think if you spent 10 minutes, you would have come up with something better. Than What's funny what too, had. and I... I don't even know why, and it was before you had ever texted me this, but when I was watching it, like, for in the opening credits, it very prominently displays score by this guy who I have no idea who it was, and I was like, oh, okay, they're hyping up this music from this guy. And then I remember, like, listening to, like, the first couple of tracks, and I was like, oh, these are just, like, some shitty technos. Do we have anything? And no, it does not. You don't. <laughs> you have, like, the one... Known like it's a one uh licensed song, I think. Was there a licensed song in this movie? There was, but I can't remember it now. Man, I don't even care to look it up. Yeah, I don't either. Um, there what what's shocking is there actually. I agree with you. There were some pretty cool fight scenes. There's one fight scene where he's fighting the three dudes in between a bus, and he wraps all of them up in his t-shirt. Yes, dude, that was sick. And then we have, like, an excuse for Jason Statham to run around shirtless for the next 15 minutes. For no and then, reason. <laughs> for, but then, I love, he comes back and gets his shirt. <laughs> Dude, this was in the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. But, okay. Yeah. Okay, I just shit on the music <clears throat> so hard. But, dude, I genuinely dug, I dug I dug the idea of this movie. I dug the premise. I dug everything about this movie. It's just every time I started being like, oh, yeah, let's go. I started feeling like an idiot watching this because it felt like I was watching some 1972 (laughs) porno that's parading as an action movie. It was a... This movie's weird because, like, I remember... 
the marketing for this movie very vividly because the they push the scene real hard where he rings the doorbell and then he kicks the door down. Yeah. <laughs> that was that used was in every bit of marketing. And then I get it's the second one where this series goes completely off the rails now that I remember it. I've not seen him, but again, I remember all the marketing. There's three of them. And there's three of them. I dude. Okay. Let's get into the good stuff. Cause I like, I do have actually, I don't know if you consider much of this to be the good stuff, but I, I actually did. If I can block out the abysmal nature of what I had to listen to, I very much so enjoy this character. I enjoy this story as stupid as and nonsensical as it is. I want to see more of these movies. So the feeling I got about midway through and then at the end, it was just triple reinforced was that this was a really big budget B movie. And it's yeah. awesome for that. What I think this movie, it sort of had a bit of an identity crisis compared to I take, where... I take it back, yeah. Compared to where I know that it ends up going. I know uh, just doing the modicum of research for this, uh, there was a scene that they had in the script where Statham, uh, during that scene where they're shooting missiles at his house, there's a scene where like he would deflect a missile with a tea tray. <laughs> and he had that part cut out because he didn't think it was uh, believable for the audience. Mind you, in the second movie, he does a barrel roll with his car to hit a crane to knock a bomb off the bottom of it. So, oh, man, spoilers. We, th again, that's just from the marketing. I've never seen the second one. I just know that okay. they put that part in the trailer, just like I remembered the door scene from this movie. I've never seen any of these movies. But I know that part happens. And it's like, I wished we would have leaned into it. I kept expecting it to happen in this one. And they kept trying to keep it more grounded, which, again, I I kind of appreciate. But, like, this is also looking back, having seen the movie Drive with uh, Ryan Gosling. The That's the aesthetic I feel they wanted for this first Transporter movie. But they didn't get it because, again, it, it was like shot music-wise, too, and just visually, it felt like a 1990s MTV music video. So, overall, it was it was cool, but, you know, it, it just left me wanting more. And, it, like, it left me lacking. You know, I think there's actually something you said at the very beginning of this that really made me kind of reevaluate what I just said. And you said like it had an identity crisis or broken identity or whatever you had just said <laughs> that I can't remember the exact phrasing of, but yes. Okay. So I like the premise and I like this character. I, there is a point in this movie where it just veers straight into action. Yeah. And I like the first third of this uh -huh. movie's character where he is a guy who lives by a set of rules and he will transport anything, you know, the transporter. He's got rules. He's very specific. He's very, uh, you know, no nonsense. But that all goes out the window for the other two thirds of this movie when he breaks his own rule. I don't know if it can ever make its way back to having his rules. Like, I, I want him to be the John Wick of yeah of a trans a guy who transports stuff. I want him to have a code that he actually actually follows. I yeah. want him to be a badass if something goes wrong and he gets shafted on something. Like the whole crux of this movie is actually his own doing. Like yeah, he broke like, his phone rule. He broke his own rule, and so, okay, so the guy does say, well, you broke your own rule, that's why I tried to kill you. Well, when you think about it, the dude was going to try to kill him anyways because there wasn't enough time for him to know that he broke his own rule. He was going to kill him anyways. That's just his cop-out. But he did break his own rule, and at that point, it's hard for me to have much sympathy. 
<laughs> like much sympathy for you, dude. And also, how do you go back to living by your own rules once you've already broken that? Like, yeah. I like your initial character. It's intriguing to me. I want this to be a character that stays. But while I did enjoy the rest of the movie, you saying that did make me remember why I initially liked this character to begin with. And it dawned on me, well, he can't really go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> or can he? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to find out. It's funny. I didn't even think of that. But, like, yeah, he does. They spend a good, like, first third of this movie setting up this guy and his code. Then to immediately he just shits on it. Where you don't have that in John Wick or with, like I said, uh, Ryan Gosling's character in Drive. Like, they have their very rigid strict code that they stick by like it doesn't matter yes and no like john wick does break the the code that he's supposed to be living by but it takes him like movies to do it and it's when his hand is pushed to that point when like he literally has no other option this guy just decides to check what's in the bag even though he knows not to yeah like, John Wick cuts off his own finger. Like, spoilers for the third movie we haven't talked yeah. about yet. But cuts off his own figure, like, to going to these extremes to try to leave this life behind. Yep. You know, trying to live by this code. This dude's just like, oh, there's a bag wiggling in the back of this car. Oh, let me check yeah, it out. I also do not get... Let me give right, her so some soda. Please, let's pull this back a bit. Thinking on giving her the soda. Why... Are they transporting her in this fashion in the first place? Don't know. She is the daughter of the criminal leader, and his daughter is being shipped around, taped up and tied up in a duffel bag? Okay, so what was going to happen to her? It's not like she was going to die. What was going to happen to her? Wait, wait, this movie's just really What is the purpose of this entire (laughs) fucking movie, Sean? I don't know. Right? Like, it feels so, when you look at it, it feels, like I said, so kind of haphazard and just sort of lazy. It, it sucks because it is Statham's first outing. And like I said, he does crush it uh, despite, I think, the movie. And I do think supposedly two and three do him way better. And then he gets the Crank series, which is just off the I fucking can't wait walls. Yeah, I can't either. Paul at work. I'm actually, was like, you've seen Crank, that. right? And you, uh-uh, and I go, I've never no, seen. He's like, here's. The, I told you, I man, I've not been a Statham guy. Like, yeah. outside no, saying, of Paul asked me at work, you seen oh, Crank? I, I'm right? sorry. And I'm like, okay. no. And he's like, dude, those movies are up your alley. That's what I hear. I so do I'm know parts of them, but again, uh. I am coming around to Statham. Even in this one, like I said, he's the best part. He was really enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. He becomes, uh, unfortunately, a big part in the Fast and the Fur- Furious franchise. Really? I didn't know I, that. He, like him and The Rock become, they have their own spinoff. Huh. I I didn't know that. I don't know. I haven't seen past. And it's got Kurt the Russell. The second one. I've only seen the first one in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Nice. I haven't yeah. even. I have not seen Tokyo Drift. I, I feel like I should have, but I, I, I didn't. Dude. I saw it on TV and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> nice. You don't know it's a Fast and Furious for a while. You're just watching a car movie about racing in Japan, and you're like, okay, okay. And then Dominic Toretto turns up at the end, and they're like, it's Fast and the Furious, and you're like, oh. Oh, wait, he's in it? At the very end. Oh, I didn't for, even yeah, know that. See? For a I cameo. It's huh. a really cool story that I'll tell you because of this instead. Uh, he agreed to do that cameo, and he, he didn't want to get paid at all for it. It's like a five-minute cameo, literally at the end of the movie, to tie it into the Fast and the Furious. He did it for free. He just wanted the rights to their character of Riddick from the Pitch Black Wow. They, they gave it to him. So he owns the rights to that character now. That is Vin Diesel's character. Wow. Do All you for think a five-minute cameo that? in Tokyo Drift. What's that? Do you think they regret that? No. 
Because he kind of has shit all over the Riddick character (laughs) anyways. The movies and shit he's done with him have not been great. He had had Butcher Bay, which was the Xbox game, which was sick. And then everything after that, garbage. Gotcha. Well, all right. Well, back to this one. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah, dude, this movie makes no sense. He's a dude that transports things for anybody for whatever. Yep. He's doing this gig for this criminal. I don't, I don't even know. The dude has a mansion. He He's not some overlord dude, as we find out later. We think he's the he's big just, bad. Yeah. But he's just an underling. But he's got a giant mansion, and he's he finds out, you know, because he blows a tire on the way to do this thing. He's never late, which I already knew was going to be a big red flag. You know, it's like, oh, blew a tire. That's not good. How is this going to turn out? Finds in the duffel bag in the trunk. Somebody's squirming around, looks, finds her, stops for lunch, gets a soda. He drinks everything with a straw, which was kind of obnoxious. It's also weird in European countries, I guess, that like all the vending machines have like the straws straws. right there. Super weird, but. Hey, if that's how they do it over there, I guess I can't shit on it. I just thought it was weird in this movie because I had never seen it before. They're in Monaco. Which, but for some reason gets her a drink, yeah. you know, the person he's supposed to be bringing. She almost escapes. He gets her there. We see that she's like tied up in this room. That's all shitty. Who knows what's going to happen? Probably going to get killed, whatever. But it turns out she's the daughter of the dude that's in charge of everything. Who is the and weirdest looking Asian man I've ever seen. Those teeth were awful. <laughs> that whole face was plastic as fuck. Yeah. And not yeah. the good type. He was he looked like he was melting every time he was on screen. <laughs> yeah. He did make it a was good villain. Bad. Again well, though, like yeah, why is she tied up in the R room? It it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. Now that you mentioned that and we're talking about it, it doesn't make any sense. So he's like, <laughs> here's your package. They're like, you're late. He's like, I ran into trouble. Yeah, he's got two cops tied up in the back. They give him another package. Turns out to be a bomb that goes off when he's eating. And he's pissed off. Goes, boots in their door, beats the shit out of all of them, and takes her back to his house. They go to blow up his house, and then it's just... With (laughs) rockets, by the way. Crazy rockets. That's when it goes insane off the rails. It goes insane off the rails. Like, one of the rockets, they, like, fire, and it's like a homing rocket that decides, it goes up, like, when it, it goes wants to sideways. <laughs> it's and, so weird. And flies into a, a stove? Yeah. I, I guess I it was heat-seeking. Uh, I, I guess? I don't know. That was this wild. Was, also, this was a weird I just, I'd like to point out again, uh, it, they take pains to point out how rigorously... He adheres to his code by making the first bank robber shoot one of the other guys in the head and leave his dead body there. Shoot him in his car. He adheres to this code so strictly. That's when I thought that this was such a cool character and that this was going to be an awesome movie. Like that happened and I'm like, let's go. This is awesome. Sorry if I just blew out everybody's eardrums. I just saw my. Let's go. I saw my spike there. But, dude, I thought this was going to rule. And then within 25 minutes, he's like, past that. Like, he talks to these guys. He's like, all right, well, what's the size of the package? And the dude's, like, miming with his hands. He's like, got to give me exacts here. Like, I love that. Like, be a man of conviction here. You got rules. Follow them. I like the little thing that, like, he writes everything down so he can remember it. And then he burns what he writes down in front of the people so that mm-hmm. they know that he's not keeping it. It's, it's beautiful little touches of things like that. Yeah. The hints that he was former special forces, that was uh, sort of again, explains where he gets the training. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's living off of his, you know, his service pension. So he doesn't and also have to these explain. jobs that he does. He does, man, that house is really fucking gnarly. It is really nice, <laughs> and it's on the he, beach, like right on the ocean. It looks like always, a fucking castle. He always has an excuse or a story for when the detectives always coming around. 
Okay. But I feel you know. like I they kind of gave that ghost away at the end, and I liked it because like it led on that like the detective knew everything every time the whole time, but mm-hmm. like he also helped him out and just took his bullshit stories, and that's at even before like he fully just straight up tells him that he's like, well, you better have a better story than that when you come down to talk to me at the station later. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like yeah, he's give he's giving him the ghost. Uh Homegirl, uh, kudos to her, man. I thought she did an amazing job. This girl spoke no English at all. Really? She had she could not communicate. She only knew like how to say those lines, lines? phonetically. Yeah. Wow. So she Good honestly her. did a really really excellent, and she emoted very well. Like, I w- I never would have known. Like, I'm uh-huh. honestly blown away hearing that fact. And the uh, I'm pretty sure the French dude, the French detective, was overdubbed. As hell. He felt very 80 yard. I did not notice that. It felt it to Pro- me. It could have been Probably because a- the audio of the rest of this movie made me want to tear my own ears out. <laughs> uh, Statham goes super badass. Another, just a small nitpick. I've seen it, this, I feel like this same gun in other movies. This gun looks so weird to me. Like, what is this fucking sight that looks like a long tube amp bubble fucking light bulb the thing's so weird don't know he uses it also for all of like two seconds and then gives it up couldn't tell you i did enjoy the final chase on the uh the highway when he fucking when he runs he's just running through the forest chasing this plane towards the Mm -hmm. end Mm -hmm. and uh he he parachutes onto these trucks that have the the 400 slaves on it yeah the uh, the slaves that is the whole point of like the daughters trying quandary. to free the slaves her yeah. dad's trying to bring in the slaves it's a weird family thing they should probably work that out at home like they she also need therapy very bad they have the classic line of like she lies to him constantly and then like they bang <laughs> he finds out and she's like it wasn't all a lie when we banged that was totally true <laughs> it's so silly dude i like uh, the ending sequence the whole thing on the highway with the 18 wheeler uh, with the cargo thing right and uh you've got underboss her dad and her in a car and Obviously, Statham's trying to save all the slaves, save her, but literally everything that's being done is, like, if you looked at it from not watching this movie and thinking that he's the hero, you would think that he is actively trying to kill her at every second of this last scene. He is trying to get everybody in that car dead. Yeah. he's He doesn't care about anybody in that thing. He also, he doesn't really care about, there's 400 people in this semi, and he are fucking None. jacking that thing all over the, you know those, if they, when they opened those doors, there should have been like a wall of puke that came out. <laughs> God like, damn. Just a mountain of dead bodies. Yeah, that too. You know those people were just slamming around back then. There's like young kids that are like, oh, they're just completely unhurt. Like, ain't no fucking way, dude. And a loose uh, ain't no shipping fucking container? Way. Yeah. No. Also, ain't no way there's 400 people in that. No, no. 400 But that people? was a kick-ass scene when, like, when he takes out the guy the final time and, like, he jumps and, like, grabs that crossbeam on the front of the semi and, like, spins around and kicks him. Mm-hmm. Also, also, that scene and two other scenes, fantastic dummy work in this movie. So many times it just obviously is, like, a dummy falling. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> that one, like, it shows him, like, landing on the highway. It, like, I feel like the wig of the dummy almost pops off. Are you talking about when he's on the uh, on the door? When he's riding the door? That, too. But, like, at the end when, like, he kicks the main bad guy out of the semi, okay. there's, like, a scene from, like, low down where, like, there's a dummy falling Yeet. onto the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking yeah. hilarious. Dude, there was a, a great scene with the guy that I was just talking about with the door where he... I thought it was awesome. He falls like stomach first onto a door onto the road. Yeah. Like he's stomach surfing on it, but the car behind him keeps like 
it keeps changing how far away from the door it is every time it changes the camera angle. Yeah. And it's so noticeable and so stupid. And I find it, I found it highly enjoyable. Like I, a lot of the stunts in this movie, I was like, God damn, man, they were really kind of flying by the seat of the pants on this shit. Mm. Was he in, I've got to ask, was he in Hitman? Did he no. play any iteration Which of Hitman? You would think that he should, because he would have done a great version. But no, it was Timothy Oliphant and then some other guy. Lame. Every single time you see him behind the wheel of the car and he's suited up, all I could yeah. think of was Hitman. Um, What a missed opportunity. They really did fuck that up. Yeah, just throw a red tie Timoth- on that dude. Timothy Oliphant? Come uh, on. I've mentioned it twice. Have you ever seen Drive with Ryan Gosling? Uh, I, I've i fallen asleep to it twice. Oh, man. I would watch that's it in, for uh, the show. That was in, that's in my top five, you know. No kidding. I fu- Dude, that is, one of, that is one of my all-time favorite. I love Drive so much. Wasn't there a movie with Tom Cruise where there's somebody else who is like the getaway driver or something? That's Collateral with Jamie Foxx. Also a fantastic I fucking movie. That movie rules. Here's the thing, man. Honestly, like every fucking Tom Cruise movie rules, dude. I'm not shitting yeah. you. That guy does not do bullshit. You're not wrong. For as much shit as he gets for his absolute insane beliefs... Whatever, and the dude. stupid shit surrounding his life, every single one of his movies is a banger. Now, I do have to admit, I don't think I've seen a Mission Impossible past Mission Impossible 2, but I will really? say, I have heard that every single one of them slaps. Yeah, they. here's the thing. I used to be a Mission Impossible hater. Uh, no, they literally, everyone is somehow better than the one before. The one with fucking uh, Superman... Was one of the fucking greatest action movies I've Brandon ever seen. Ralph? Dude. No, uh, Henry Cavill. He was the villain. Oh, okay. And I like, don't know why I met, immediately went to the. One <laughs> I don't know why you did either. Sixteen years ago, I tell you, that's near and dear to my heart. That when I say Superman, you think of Brandon Ralph because that's my Superman too. <laughs> Brandon Ralph is my fucking Superman. That is the best Superman ever. I think that's why I went to him because I know that he's your favorite. And oh man. Dude, that's six, 18 years ago. I don't know why I yeah. switched to him. <laughs> that is funny, though. But no, Henry Cavill. That is a great one, too. That's awesome, though. Maybe someday we'll get to the Mission Impossibles. Maybe we do those with uh, Ryan and Michael after the fucking... We get through Lethal Weapons. Because I don't know what the hell else yes, we'd have please. after that. Yeah, let's do uh, Mission Impossibles. Fuck it. Well, we have Beverly Hills Cops, but I would much rather do oh, yeah. Mission Impossibles. No. Yeah, I think so. I think we should. Because I think you should see them, too, because they do, like, again, I used to shit on hardcore, but no, they are fucking amazing. Oh, man. Hell yeah. I am here for that. That's just, that's just pivot. No more, no more uh, lethal weapons. Nobody's going to listen this far into this episode anyway, so they're going to be super <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Action Movie Part 2. We're following up with Mission Impossible 1. That's what we're starting. You heard it. Man. We're not doing anything else. I'm yelling at the audience. Uh, fuck, man. Overall, yeah. Transporter dog. You want to rate it? Shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a rating. I got a rating and I don't want you to take this from me. Yeah, you go because I don't have one anyway, so I wouldn't have, but I might. So go okay. ahead. So, Kyle, you are a yeah, transporter. Buddy. Okay. You, I'm going to rip this straight from the front of the movie. Okay. At the beginning of the movie. You are a transporter. You are picking up four guys from a bank robbery, right? You agreed to three at a specific kilogram limit for specific reasons. You got specific shocks in your car. Like they went all out in the beginning of this movie. Sure. To like be super specific and it was awesome. Don't know where it went with that. Anyways, they shoot somebody and you're going and you're going and there's cops after you. You are a professional getaway driver. Okay. And somehow... There's 37 cops that are able to keep up with you, if not outpace you at every single turn of this chase. Like, okay. honestly, this was really dumb. But you are this professional driver. Out of the 37, 
out of your enjoyment of this movie, how many of those were keeping pace, if not outpacing you on your getting getaway? Okay. I like how my rating was just used to shit on the beginning of this movie. Yeah. So 37, say, I'm going to say 17 of those cops could keep up with me. Okay. Okay. Just 17. I am very surprised that this had a lower rating than the Meg 2. I'm really not. I had a lot of fun with the Meg 2. Like I said, okay. this one it it felt half cocked most of the time, and I, maybe I was maybe I, honestly I am a little unfairly biased, although I don't think so. But it it did reek of early two thousands, which mm. it's not a gripe. I actually like that part about the movie, but I feel uh, a lot of the movie making parts of it are stuck in that era. So what I, I guess maybe what I'm trying to say is it felt really generic. Okay. Um. But, like I said, Statham is a super high point. Uh, there is some good action for a movie called The Transporter. That opening drive sequence is pretty kick-ass. I will give him that. Like, the whole time I was like, this is some good stunt driving here. Um, I did. It is a bit silly that he shoots a guy in his car, but then is worried about a guy getting sick in his car. And he's like, I just had the leather treated. Well, yeah, you got a guy's brains all over the fucking back seat. What do you give a shit for? Yeah. But uh, that's just, again, being silly nitpicky. Overall, I, I wanted it to be less than half, but not very far below half. Because. Awesome. I still had a pretty good time with it. I laughed a lot during this movie. And it is, thankfully, very short. It's a tight movie. Yeah. 132, I think. Very tight. I'm here for that. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, Shawnee boy, Shawnee boy. If you okay, if you had to transport a bag that is. Five meters by twenty meters. Okay. That is not a bag. Five meters by ten meters? How ten meters is it? thirty feet, dog. Okay, then I have no idea how tall things are in meters. Uh <laughs> so it's a bag that's feet, roughly. Uh three feet by uh let's say uh six feet, right? Okay. God, this is a terrible, terrible analogy. A duffel Mix bag. Mix all that. Got it. Uh, you're a guy that owns a, a house by the coast of Monaco, <laughs> and uh, it gets shot up by uh, 3,000 bullets and two missiles. Okay. Okay. How many of those rounds and or missiles are hitting your house? 3,000 rounds and two missiles? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that's... No, this is fine. I'm going to give this movie 2,376 rounds and one out of two missiles. Wow. I'm I'm very conflicted on this movie. For as much as I think it sounded like I was shitting on this movie, I very much so enjoy the idea of this character. I really fell in love with his with this with the character of Mr. Frank or whatever the fuck his name is for the first like 20 minutes of this movie and then from there on it just turns into an action movie that's okay like dude that weird asian dude that gets shit he gets shot at the end by his daughter and he yeah. bleeds Kool-Aid yeah it's that, just there's no hole but there's blood just pouring out that it, was great. it wasn't even that was like red it was water red dye tinted. yeah it it was weird it was weird so i have a weird love affair with this movie i enjoy it and the more we talk about it the more i realize how dumb it was mm-hmm. but at the end of that movie and going into this conversation i really want it i still want to watch transporter 2 and transporter i 3. do too yeah 
But like I I really want it to go back. I want him to John Wickify his character. He needs to be a yeah. character that stays by his rules and like I don't know. I enjoyed this. Going into this, I thought my only nitpick was going to be the music and how dog shit. Like guys, I cannot understate how bad the music in this movie is. I thought that was my only nitpick. But it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look it up. Who? I want to see. I have the IMDb the up right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I. I mean. I enjoy it. I thought it was good. Uh. But it wasn't fantastic. Um. Recorded and mixed at Digital Factory by Bruno Fourier. Yeah. Okay. I remember the name now. Bruno Fourier. Music yeah. by Stanley Clark, though. Okay, well, that guy really sucks. He did. Pretty much everything in here was done by Bruno Fourier, though. Or did Didier the transporter, Romeo, must die. Okay, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Well, at least he didn't do the second one, I think. Cool. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to do next week. I know we have something special we're trying to work on, but I don't think it's there yet. Um, okay. Well, I will have to ask I, you after the show ends because I don't remember yeah. what that is. Oh, sure. Yeah, you will. But uh, I think other than that, too, we should also just do, um, like I said, uh, spoiler alert, listeners, we didn't know where to watch this, so I signed up for Stars for a month. So maybe we'll just look through the Stars catalog and see if something cool catches our eye. Yeah. Might yeah. as well, well get the get a lot of use out of it. So We'll come back with something, though. But... uh. Anyways, yeah. this was fun. This is a fun chat. It always is. Love you, oh, bro. Yes, it was. I, I was trying <laughs> to think of uh, something, but I was going to tell you, Sean, uh, what can the listeners go do? Uh, they can go transport a missile up their butts themselves. <laughs> Okay, Sean. Yo. Would you rather eat a poached egg off the floor? Yep. Or drink orange soda through a straw, through a slit, through duct tape over your mouth? Uh, can I say both? N- you want neither- to eat the egg and chase it with the soda? <laughs> Dude, neither one of those sounds bad to me. But really? I I guess I don't know. I I guess the better of the two is drinking the soda through a slit and duct like I'm not weirded out by the idea of my mouth being covered by duct tape. So having a slit there and drinking soda through a straw, don't care. Also, yeah. eating food off the ground, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> my man's got the immune system of a hospital basement <laughs> dude legit growing up with a mom that said five second rule like oh. i don't i don't give a fuck though a poached egg might be a little wetter and it that, might be a little that's what i was gross. like it's gonna have like dirt and grime and some don't some crunchy okay <laughs> <laughs> yo i love you buddy there don't cur. Mwah. <laughs>